Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwach. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. What up? Hello, my love. Hello. Hello. That might have been the first time we've done the intro, just like Staring. in full-on eye lock. <laughs> <laughs> Staring into each other's eyes. The whole time. Deeply. I, I, I liked it greatly. I, I truly did. How are you? I'm good. Um, um, what's new? We just discovered that the uh, my voice sounded really funny in the monster. What did you have it in for a second? Monster vocal. Monster vocal. I was a fan. Maybe it made me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> oh, I thought it was you because we were like being silly and like saying silly things or beatboxing into the mic, and then all of a sudden this deep sound. And I thought it was you, and so I didn't realize I don't it quite resonate. And that I went, "Wait, that's me. That's me." And that made me laugh. That, that's pretty deep. That was deep. <laughs> that was pretty deep. I hope I hope they could hear that. <laughs> For those of you that haven't caught on yet, we're Jewish. Happy New Year. Year. A happy Jew Year. <laughs> I like that. That's what I say. <laughs> A happy 5780. 57. We're into the 80s, guys. Back, Back to, to the, the 80s. 80s. That's for you, Benjamin. Uh, ben and Jensen Reed. And Jensen Reed. We love you. <laughs> Dearly. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. And well, at sundown, it was the end of Rosh Hashanah today. Well, true, true. But we celebrated it this week. Yeah. And we we took Lila to her first. She, she got to witness her first, her first her shofar. Her first shofar blast. Experience. It was very cute. She was very unenthused until the, the very the Gidola, last one. which is the big blast. And then the she end. was clapping and she tried to run up. Run on, on stage. The, on the, <laughs> it was really cute. We, we call it like, a beam up. We were like, no, you can't go up there, honey. Pulpit, whatever like, different denominations would call it. But yeah, yeah, the stage. The stage. And it was very, very cute. We tried uh, services at Temple Emmanuel. Temple Manual in Beverly Hills. We, we really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, we had a really good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the New Year's. It's New uh, Year. Before, before we get into the whole New Year and what that all means, well, how was your week? My week. My week was, let's see here. Has anything happened of interest and important last week? Yeah. Um, no, just, just still hum, uh, humming along on a few different projects we're developing. Yeah. Um, really needing to get new headshots, get more... <gasps> content for my reel yeah. and um just i think as time has gone on longer and longer in this town i've realized that i'm much more and more comfortable with who i've become in the last two years let Isn't alone the last year incredible and i f- pretty much feel like if people don't jive with it okay i'm not okay? gonna work with you that's part of the perks of being in your 30s in general but I also think being in your 30s... That's good advice from an older lady. This, oh, I thank you. I married a younger man. But to be <laughs> in this industry and have that perspective, because, I mean, I used to tell my old clients this too, you're not going to be able to please everybody. Not every casting director is going to love you. Not every not every agent. Not Even though you want to. And it hits a point where, you know, you go through the headshot look of what you have to do and they go, oh, you need this young look. You need to try a couple with glasses. You got to have this look and that look. As, I mean, yes, there's a point. There, there is something to it, but at some point, and and I feel like I don't know if it's since becoming parents, you and I have hit this point, or just the growth over the last year or two. It's less about oh, I need the brawny man shot, and I have to have the plaid, or I have to. It's here are a couple looks I have. This is me. Take it or leave it. And it's just this really cool. And this is I, me. You either want it or you don't for this project. And, I think and it's really empowering. What's interesting for me is the last. And this is probably all headshots I've ever done. Um, the most recent set I did, 
Um, it's not the case, but like anytime I look back at a series of headshots, it's literally me with the same smile or same scowl and a bunch of different outfits. Yes, and it's not. And I hate you. that because that's not me. No, I'm much more charactery or whatever you'd call it. But yeah. I also I just have a more dynamic. I, guess. I did love the um the Batman shirt one though. Yeah, in that last yeah no whatever go around, but um. It's so true. Uh, one of the audiobooks I was just listening to was Jenna Fisher's uh, The Survival Guide. It's How is that? so fantastic. Fan freaking tastic. It's fan freaking tastic. Uh, well, part of it made me laugh because you would listen to it and chuckle because it's things that I have verbatim said, but then she delves into it and tells her side or certain things that have happened. Some of her onset experiences, it just, it, you and I always say, well, you especially. Even when you get it, you have to earn to keep it. Yeah. Some of her stories, even post-office, are really entertaining. But the way she got in and certain things she did and just it's it's, it's a good incredibly book. inspiring. It kind of relit some of the... A flame. Yeah. And <laughs> one of the things she talks about a lot is headshots and how it took her like multiple tries to actually get it right. It's not about getting a pretty picture of yourself, which we know. We know that. Yeah, I think it's, until recently I didn't know it. But it's it's I think truly I intellectually showing you in a photo. That's the headshot. Um, it's, and she it, has all of these downloadable PDFs of her very first headshot. That's amazing. How awful is the it? The one that booked the office. Jenna, I love you. That, and she even said it. That first one was so awful. Why? Well, look back on my first sets of headshots, which were <laughs> black and white, just like yours. I know. My first set was black I, and white. And I'm so critical. But one of the things that's interesting is now when I see actors' headshots who aren't L.A. actors. Yeah. Like, if they're theater actors in the Midwest or something like that, I come to it from an L.A. perspective, and I'm like, mm -hmm. that's not a headshot. That's not a headshot. That's a really nice photo of you. Right. <laughs> that's but not, not a, a headshot. headshot. I know. And I... I've realized, and um, thank you very much, Shelly Pena, if you ever listen to these, my my manager, for being super patient and understanding. Um, I know your name is Shelly. We lovingly refer to you as Estelle. Yes. <laughs> but I know your name is Shelly, and I look forward to meeting you one day. <laughs> um, for those of you looking for the reference, that would be Joey's agent Joey, manager. it's Estelle. <laughs> in in Friends. friends. Um, but yeah, how's your last week been? It's been good. Um, a lot happened and not at the same time. Well, you're doing two things in October. I am. It's now October. Happy October Fool's Day, everybody. That's bum, what we say in our family if we bum, haven't bum, done that on this yet. Which means it's the six-month half-birthday of them. Um, six-month half-birthday? <laughs> the half-birthday. Wait, wait. Four. That's confusing. <laughs> it's, it's April 1st half-birthday. Oh. Is where I was going with that. Okay. <laughs> it just wasn't coming out right. It was a six-month half birthday. Well, I started saying Sounds six like months, and then I was like, no, wait. I'm not good at that the much half, math, and the I'm half good at birthday. math. Um, I do math good. I really do, though. I, I, am, I do math I am, well. I'm very, very well-versed in, in the mathematics. In the maths. Um, in maths. Except for this new math stuff. I don't know how we're going to be able to can, help can Lila with her homework. Can we not go on this tangent? Because we could talk <laughs> about this for hours. Um... But no, this week was good. I was working on several things that I kind of want to get lined up and going. Um, but yeah, no, I have two two shows in in October, and it just feels good to know that that's 
Now we just get to do it with the schedule. But now we have to figure out with the ride because if I have a rehearsal that's scheduled when you're at work, someone has to be here. You know, all of those little... Fun things that happen when you're a parent. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Lila was... I mean, she's just been running around like crazy and new words are coming out all the time. And it's, it's pretty... It's pretty cool. It's crazy. To I think had a birthday. Oh my god! We, we already talked about that, didn't we? Did we not? No. Did we? Did we not talk about it? Okay. Well, happy birthday again. We mentioned my birthday was coming, but we we recorded our intro right after Natalie guess, and yeah. Jared left. Yeah. Wow. So oops, I'm oops, old. I'm pulling back the curtain. I'm I'm <laughs> old and stuff now. You're thirty. I'm thirty-five. Ancient. I'm thirty-five, Ancient. guys. Um, and my incredible husband planned and put together. Who, me? Who, you? <laughs> you got to do a Southern Belle. Who, me? Um, that did... is not a Southern <laughs> accent. That wasn't Southern Belle at all. Who, me? Um, <laughs> he put together a lovely, lovely birthday. <laughs> a lovely birthday party for me. And I felt very loved. I'm glad. And That's I got to get it... dressed up. And you got to get a little drunk. And I had to drink. And it was it was really nice, and we went to the Velvet Margarita Cantina. Margarita, it was the, the artwork moves. That does make it seem like you got a and lot more drunk. No, 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 no. There are. This is an auditory medium. I don't think that people <laughs> <laughs> in the back there were those three photos that actually were. They're, they're, oh, no, they're not photos. They're not photos. They were they're like just dolls, dolls, but in frame. They were in a frame, though. Like they were framed. They're, they're in a box. Well, they're or framed something. by the window. But they window were moving, and it was entertaining. Of. And there were velvet walls and chandeliers. It's and a really fun gothic. It's fun. It feels like. That's what it is. What? It's a gothic. I could not think of the word the it's, other day. It's like Mexican gothic. Yes. Yeah. With the red velvet. It feels like you're in the strip club from, um, from dusk till dawn before all the vampires show up. Have you not seen that? Is that the one with Selma Hayek where she then... I think so. It's Selma Hayek, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that in a long time. George Clooney, Danny Trejo, and a bunch of other randos. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it was really wonderful. And then... I think Jim Brown is in that. Is he? Yeah, anyway. And then Jason's parents were here, and so they stayed with Lila after we put her down so we could go to a birthday party. And the next night, they took us out, just the two of us. So we went out twice... In a row. <laughs> and normally, we they would have stayed with us, but they stayed at the Lowe's Hotel. Because... Because we still don't have AC. Our air conditioning two broke two weeks ago. And we're waiting on this freaking compressor <laughs> Ooh. to come in. I said that, freaking. That's cursing for you. It is cursing for me. It's been very frustrating. Luckily, it cooled off, cooled off this week, so yeah, it was about to get okay, hot but it's about to get Yay. hot again. And that was brutal. But, um, you know, first world problems, as we anyway, say. So... <laughs> Amelia's brilliant idea for this week was that Yeah, we don't being, have a guest today It being the new year, 5780 We 57, should talk 80. about goals or resets Or the things you do when the calendar turns over What the new year, what it stands for in our Jewish world Ness. Personal world <laughs> and professional We just kind of wanted to delve into it So So Happy Jew year. Happy, happy I like that. Happy Jew year. Only Jews can say that. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. You've never done that? No. Okay. Cool. I don't think so. Well, I think that's I because you grew up not around Jews or around Jews. No, I grew up, I grew up around a lot of Jews. And I grew up around, sorry, I flipped that. You grew up around <laughs> a lot of Jews and I grew up around no Jews. You didn't. That's true. 
Wait, so did you say Happy Jew Year? Yeah, because people were like, what are you celebrating? I was like, it's, <laughs> it's the Jewish New Year. We would Year. say the Jewish New like, Year. what? I'm like, well, we have a different calendar. And then I had to explain everything. And then you'd have to explain it. Um, uh, so well, all over the country, except for when I lived in Chicago. Oh, that's true. Of like, Not just Wichita. When we lived in upstate New York and and then... Um, You've lived in a lot of places. I have. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> um so what are your, some of your goals for 5780 or now that it's, um, it's also the, the fourth quarter of the year now. So I know. And now I that it's fourth this, quarter. I say this every year. Once it hits my birthday, the year just vanishes. It's yeah. my birthday and then Halloween, Thanksgiving, holidays. And then all of a sudden, it's oh. Like, it's like the plug just comes out of the drain. And yeah. It's just, and just you're, you're on a nonstop, very quick. Happy oof. New Year. <laughs> right. And there's, there's a lot more we want to accomplish in the fourth quarter of every year, yeah. both personally and professionally. And financially. And financially. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Always. Um, but every time there's a New Year celebration, like what we just did, it does put you in a reflective state of Absolutely. things. So yeah. I think one of the, the neatest things of recent uh, was, uh, we already mentioned it a little bit, but we tried a new synagogue. Yeah, that was fun. And met really great people kind of right yeah. away while we were there. Absolutely. And we're just excited because we feel like we may have... Found a new found religious a new spiritual home with like a community of people who are... It, it's an interesting thing that happens in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I guess it might just be like Jewish communities all over the country. Um, but Jewish communities, by virtue of them largely kind of being affluent, they're... Sorry for stereotypes, but it's true. <laughs> um there is a posh nature to how they feel regardless of where you live. And it felt much more middle class despite it being in Beverly Hills. You did lean over and say that to me. And I, I wasn't sure what you meant at first when I mean, you said that. there's still people in there dripping Because then someone walked by and you went, she's wearing a $3,000 dress. And I was like, what? But it was more about the feel is what yeah. you meant. It, it felt very welcoming, very laid back. Like you were just hanging out with friends. You just happened to be going... Yes. Let's sing a song and we're yeah. in synagogue right and then now. And when but we went for a tour before we ended up getting tickets, which is one of those weird things that Jews do for the holidays. Yeah. Um, was when we ran into the rabbis, it felt like I feel like yes, at the wait. last place we were at, it felt like we had to do like have an audience with a rabbi, and this felt like yes. oh cool, they're just there yes. popping around. That, that's it. Just it felt much more. Oh hey, we're just hanging out and chilling. Yeah. Um. I have to thank Lizzie because she's the cantor over there. Lizzie Weiss. Hi. Cantor Weiss. You did a wonderful job, Lizzie. Beautiful you really did. voice. Um, Lizzie and I met what feels like eons ago. A decade ago. Yeah. We were in a pilot together called the Conservatory, and she was the RA of the of the floor. Um, very quick little industry tie-in right here, which is very, very cool. Our dear friend Benny, who was on the, the podcast a while ago now. Yeah, uh, but it's been he's a currently shooting. Uh-huh. The first season uh, of Filthy Rich in Louisiana. Um, he's now on that show, and one of the creators and writers of that show, Abe Sylvia, did the conservatory that Lizzie and I met on all those years right. ago, where it's I also met Brad world. Stanley. So it was just like it's a very small what. World. So it was great to reach out to her, and when we arrived and we met the uh, senior rabbi. He was so lovely and charming. We're just saying, oh, hey, what's up? And she goes, these are my friends. You know, they're actors. And he goes, I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. And we chuckled. And he goes, I'm married to an actress. And we both went, oh, oh we're sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's just, 
it set it off on this tone. To, and then his wife was running the um And the she taunt. did the tot service. The tot and service. she was delightful. So delightful. And charismatic. And you can definitely feel that she's a performer. You definitely just, can. Her energy is just it's, effortless. It's so warm and yeah. effervescent. It, yeah. was, it was it just felt right. Yeah. And then we met the the younger rabbi mm-hmm. who uh they're getting ready for their a babe. kids coming up. Yeah. 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 I and when he said, but yeah, Christmas. Oh, the holidays. Right. Yeah. No, he do the babies do right around Christmas. Um, and we left. And one of the things I said to you was, isn't it strange? I guess as we're getting older, when you see and meet people that are in what should be, or what you feel should be a more authoritative or wise or whether it's a doctor or a rabbi but when you're younger these people who you um, envision and then you meet them now and they're your age or younger well yeah you kind of go well it's wait what it's it's (laughs) kind of like when i meet when i meet young actors at the studio and i think and i'm giving them they're like seeking advice from me right and i'm thinking in my head like why are you seeking advice from me i'm just oh i'm a lot older than you you've been doing it a lot longer and you're older there's some of these kids i meet and i realize i'm like between 10 and, and 15, 15 years, years older. older than some of these people yeah. who are cutting their teeth. And I'm like, just oh, wow. Up. Oh, wow. <laughs> the 18-year-olds who are just showing up. Yeah, I'm 15 years older I than know. them. I know. That's You're 17 my- years. I am. That is older crazy. <laughs> but it is incredible as you get older and you just see the people around you also getting older. But then, like I said, the, the younger rabbi we met, he, he's our age and yeah, his wife's true. having a second baby and... It it life is an interesting roller coaster. Oh, it was the membership guy. He wasn't a rabbi. Wait, which, which no, no, the rabbi's okay, having a baby too. I there were two new babies showing up. Okay, cool. Sorry. Um, lots of babies. Uh, but it's just it's incredible when yes, yeah, so you were just saying when you're younger and you have mentors and people you seek out, you kind of become those. For, for the new people yeah. who are coming up. You've already, you've always done I've that. I've always, you know, people have always come to me for advice, but now that I've gotten older, it's this interesting thing of, you look at the people that I would go to in the past, whether it's a rabbi or whoever it is, and all of a sudden they're my age or younger. It's just a really cool, it's an oddity. bizarre thing. Um, but we're, we are excited for that. Career-wise, it's a very, I'm in a very interesting little pickle at the moment. You're in, I wouldn't call it a pickle. I would just say that you're you're in something that every working mother regardless of industry goes through. Yeah. I really need to I don't want to say rebrand. I don't like that. But it's time for new shots. It's been 2 years since my last shots. Rebrand, it's fine. And yeah, it's a revamp it's a the tough website pill to swallow, and but, but, yes, but rebrand. rebrand. However, we have to realistically think about this because if we spend the money on my on headshots and doing all that right now, and if we actually talk about baby number two in the time frame we were talking about, then it makes no sense to spend the money on headshots because everything's gonna change. Right, because everything's gonna change. It's so sexist. And I don't know, but at the same time, if there is that window, then it's worth it because it is time to get new shots. So it's this whole thing of go forward in career at the moment or go, wait, are we adding to our family at some point in the near future, anytime in the next year or two, in which case, is it worth doing that or not and waiting till I'm done and rebrand again when I really come back? And it's this odd... At some point in your 40s. 
Oh, man. <laughs> how, many, how many kids are we having? <laughs> you wanted three to four. I said start with one. I, well, I thought four was perfect, but yeah, no, we'll see. Yeah, four was perfect for you. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of families that are smaller and bigger, and they manage to make it work. I know. I know. So trying to figure out that aspect of things, wanting to delve into the music more, write more, um, push the wedding businesses we're talking about, dance and romance, check it out. Uh, choreograph original wedding dances for anybody who might need one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm participating in a bridal expo for the first mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. which comes with its own can of worms as a business head and the business owner of that and what that <laughs> all entails. and Taxes. Th- taxes, uh, marketing, all of that. It's yeah. just, it's a, it's overwhelming, but exciting. And I've never done it at this scale. And so there's just, there's a lot of change, but it's, but it's good. And so yeah. I want to venture out financially for a side job mm-hmm. and career wise, but trying to figure out what that looks like for me at this point in life of where I am. What about you? Um, well, I, I think there's an interesting transition I'm going through where I'm not as auditioning as much as I'd like. So putting the energy yeah. into, um, the scripts that I'm developing or writing myself and then producing with the producing partners that I've already have. And so I can create content for myself, um, particularly in this fourth quarter, just so that I feel like I'm always doing something, doing something. And I think that's really important. And then on top of those, just continuing to see myself as more than an actor and in, in not a, um, it's weird to say that it's it in more of a, uh, personal and like deep internal way and like thinking about myself as a storyteller and uh, that I want to help tell people stories and then help people tell their own stories. And so like an interesting thing kind of came up where um, I talked to my coach, my acting coach about like, you know, maybe one day eventually helping teach classes and things like that. You did bring this up to him? Yeah. Oh, and you didn't tell me this. Oh, what did well, you, guys, you guys talk about? Um, that, you know, he's going to, as opposed to me, like, live coaching and him being there uh, with me, he's going to kind of, as scenes are coached, I'm going to talk to him and be like, hey, so if I said this to this actor or if this is my advice in the scene, what do you think the advice would be? How would it be received by this actor, by that actor? Because one of the things that Anthony does in such a beautiful way at his studio is he gets to know every actor on a personal level. So he knows when he says blue to you, it means something. And when he says blue to me, it means something entirely different to have like a Jason way of saying things. Wait, so you wouldn't be teaching or coaching no, them. No, the, you would the, then go to Anthony after and say, if I said this. No, it's, it's, it's like the training aspect of it is that ah, he see, would see, be, as opposed to me screwing up what he's trying to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just being real. Um, and, and like, muddying the waters by me giving additional notes or something like that to just like kind of filter my notes through Anthony back to myself to like hear like, oh, hey, when you tell so-and-so this, they're going to hear that. And if they hear that, that's actually going to get in their way because this person doesn't Mm -hmm. receive that note that way, Mm -hmm. even though I know where your intent is because Anthony knows me and he knows where my heart's at about things. These kids don't. Kids, people, actors, whatever. Um, Individuals. Uh, entertainers, whatever. Um, and it's cool because that's a growthful aspect because I think it'll help me write better because it'll give me the ability to write in different voices. Yeah. Because I'll have to yeah. like realize, like, oh, okay, cool. I can't just have my one voice. I can't have one note because 
and, and that's just growth as a writer too. But um, that I think that's going to expand me a lot as a person over the course of the next year. Um, financially, you know, just really continuing to try to grow um, in my day job, day jobs, uh, survival gigs, however you want to phrase them, to continue to earn and to enjoy it as much as I can and learn as much as I can about different types of sales and continue yeah. to grow in that way. Um, and being supported by amazing people in all of the survival gigs I have, it's just a matter of utilizing the resources utilizing I have. Everything. How do you feel about all that? No, I mean, it's always like the pressure of disappointing people you care about. Mm. Um, that, and that also, that comes back home with me regardless, is mm-hmm. that it's like, oh man, if I don't hit these numbers, rent's tougher this month or, you know, yeah. this bill is tougher. And so that's a reality, but that's something that I, um, more, I'm, I don't know how to phrase it, less content. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm less content with getting things to a place of like survivable and I want to get them to a place of thriving. And I think that in order to do that, there's certain times when I just have to like put my head down and do mm-hmm. and really realizing where those places need to be spent, like where that effort needs to be spent as far as like financial stuff. And then like here at home, just continuing to um, grow as a father, grow as a husband yeah. and like learn how to actually be supportive of you and what you and Lila need um, and not just emotionally or financially, but also like what I need yeah, to be all of those things for everybody. Um, and then in like interpersonal relationships, making sure that like the friends and the company that I keep is really um, positive and affirmational and puts me in a place of um, not judgment, but um, reflection yeah. Like, cause like, even if there's people who challenge me in my everyday life, I want that challenge to come from a place of reflection and a place of growth and not a place of judgment. And I know that's probably splitting hairs for a lot of people. And it sounds a little hippy dippy to me, <laughs> at least coming out of my mouth. But it's important for me that when I have an idea that the people that I surround myself with give that idea, um, weight, and then don't dismiss it out of hand because it's the same thing as this or it's the same thing as that. Um, or it's like, you know, that one version of that was one in a million. You have to do something different. It's like, no, no, I'm going to do my thing. Mm-hmm. And I want that attitude to carry forward. I don't want other people's opinions to make me judge myself. I want them to make me reflect and filter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then make the decision that's best for me. Not to please other people, but to please myself. Yeah. And I think that's... um, Getting all deep and philosophical. Well, it's hope for the year. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. I mean, and then fourth quarter stuff, you know, um, I still work in retail. So I'm hoping that um, all the things that are happening in the economy and things like that don't slow down people's excitement to buy clothing and accessories for the holidays. Because I definitely need that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm proud of you, though. Well, thanks. I'm proud of you, you too. You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot, too. Uh, I mean, not that you're a fully stay-at-home mom, but you're like 98%. I'm like 90. Yeah, 98 is pretty good. I mean, that's a very... uh, All stay-at-home moms are unsung heroes of not just families, but also like the economy and the the middle class, the working class, whatever you phrase it. I just think like working moms... Um, or stay-at-home moms. Stay-at-home moms 
they was it, there was like a study a few years ago that that if they did all those jobs in the real if world, if we actually yes, if stay at home moms were paid in the, in the quote real world for what we do, we'd be making six figures easy. Yeah, and it's, it's I mean, you, <laughs> we you do so much. You schedule, you budget, you coordinate transportation, <laughs> diet. Yep. Um, Personal chef. Per- yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 insane. <laughs> it's true, and I I love it. I love it so much, but it, it is very easy to get lost. What's um, in it? Like you lose yourself a little in it. What's one thing for this next year that um, you haven't either had a chance to do? Because I I would love to put this here so that we can ref- reflect back on it, so we can hold each other accountable to it, in whatever way is helpful. <laughs> um, what's one thing in this next year you really want to do? that you think, okay, cool, this year I'm going to do it. Ooh. What is it? There are a couple. Okay. Pick one or all or two. It's couple means two. Okay, I'll do do two. (laughs) One is truly for real, and I've been saying it for years, actually get back in dance class. I want to do the Align Ballet Method, series one, two, and three. It's an 18-week commitment. Great. And it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And if I was you do three of those, that's more than a year. Huh? You said levels one, two, and three? All together is 18 weeks. So it's six weeks. Oh, okay. Six weeks level one, six weeks level two. Um, and I wanted to do it like right after we got married is when I found out about it. And that's right when just kind of everything from when oh, I got sick. I'm glad so it's still sick. around. It's been six I years. Know. All <laughs> that stuff from when I got sick, that's when that all kind of came back and hit me like that. And mm-hmm. I was kind of scared of my own body and didn't trust that it wouldn't shut down on me. And, and I kind of, at the time, was very uh, embarrassed and ashamed of myself for going inward instead mm. of taking life by the, as you all recall, taking the life by the horns and being like, yes, I have another chance. I'm going for it. I got really scared and I didn't. And it's something I've really been wanting to do. Mm. So I want to get back into that. Um, same, same line of that. I wouldn't mind, you know, taking some classes with, with Cat Baron or, or playing with the, the pole dance sort of world, but just dance in general, but specifically getting back with ballet. That's awesome. Um, and number two, Finally, finally recording and releasing the cover series I've been talking about for seven years. At least and I've, five. And I've worked on some of the music. I have some of the tracks, but actually recording it, getting it mastered, and doing videos and releasing it. That I mean, that I would love to do, which would then segue into my own music. But I've been wanting to do the cover series for such a long time. And that is a goal I'd like to put out there and actually hold myself accountable for doing now that I've said it on such a public platform. 5781. 5781. Album's going to drop on your 36th birthday. No, it'll release release in a 5780. Yeah, album's going to drop on your birthday, 36th birthday. (laughs) I'm trying to give you as much time as possible. I want that clock to be to be as long as possible. That's a lot but to I do in do a that calendar. So I can so then I'm focus on my music, but I want to release the cover series first. Okay. Well, do you let me know how I can help? Okay. Cool. Okay. What about you? Um, let's see here. Um, sell a there are many more goals, but so you said you said just two. So what are two, two of yours? Um, <laughs> sell a pilot. Um, whoop whoop. Got a dynamite script to begin with, so. <laughs> and uh, and or because this is like a um, and or green light to uh, one of the two projects we have in development, so that those actually like get produced Go. in the next year. Yeah. Um. So that, which is a very big goal with a lot of things that have a lot of little goals, it's gonna that happen. Lead up to it's it. gonna happen. So it's actually cool because it gives me a lot I have to do. Yeah. 
And then two, um, I wouldn't say short, um, but maybe write and produce a feature with some friends. That's a great goal. For myself to be either the lead or supporting lead Mm -hmm. of. That way it's not... um, I'm just I'm sick and tired of other people controlling my opportunities. I want to be able to have something I am too. that I can go, hey, look, this thing that I made without any of the support of this industry. And I can say to Hollywood, look, I'm worth it. Here I am. I'm pretty darn good at what you've asked of me. So I've raised the bar on what I'm going to ask of you now. So stop offering me co-stars. Start offering me recurs. Right. Like things like that. Take it up a notch, guys. Um, And not that I'm getting offers. I just mean audition for them. I would love to get offers for (laughs) (laughs) customers. I would love just straight offers. Like, you know, is Jason free this day? We'd love him to shoot. Yes. That's only happened to me twice in my whole career. It it was was a very happy moment. Happened for. Both in the soap opera world, but it was a. Do you mind? Would you do me a favor? Do you mind doing this under five? And I'd be like, uh, no, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And it does make you go like, huh. There was that Smirnoff commercial and that Ticketmaster commercial that we did together. Oh, that's right. Those we did are that the Ticketmaster commercial. Those are the only I still have those pants. And I still have that shirt. <laughs> um, those are the only two things I've ever just straight that's been fun. offered to the do. The straight offers. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. that's Those are good... They're, they're lofty goals, but attainable goals and achievable goals. Well, and there's lots of things gonna... that we can do day to day, week to week, month to month. Now, before we wrap up, if we're wrapping up, I don't know if we're wrapping up, but we might be. Who knows? Um, <laughs> how do you want <laughs> in this format yes. there to be a touch base with you? Ah, so it doesn't feel like you're asking me for a report card or anything? Yeah, no, because I think it'd be really cool to tell people pro- about progress. And yeah. This, uh, Ooh. Hopefully as this Ooh. audience grows, you know. Like, is it worth doing like a weekly check-in on it or every two weeks or yeah, once a month ago, here's whatever, what we did dude. this month? That's a good... I want you to feel comfortable. Ooh. I don't want you to feel like, like you said, a report card. Right, I know, because then it's like... That's ah. one of the biggest problems I have is I'm such a coach. Your coaches. It doesn't help anyone. Which, in some, no, some Makes people, me feel good. Makes me feel like I'm doing something. Some people respond really well to that. Some. <laughs> I don't. Most people <laughs> in my life don't. Yeah. Brady, is everything okay, What's buddy? Up, Brady? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's a that's a great, a great question. Once a month, let's um. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's the Amazon delivery for the key fobs. <laughs> <laughs> let's not miss that. <laughs> You're with us live, everyone. <laughs> yes. No, my car keys finally fell apart. Um, I say let's once a month check in cool. and go, what are the Rosh Hashanah goals? Because we're going to do Rosh Hashanah New Year goals. And, okay. And, first, and first pot of 2020. November. First pot of November. We'll yeah, do a check in. Yeah, I think that's great. Cool. I'm proud of you. We're going to do it. Shana Tova. Shana Tova Shana to Tova. everybody. Um, um, if, I love is you. It Gamar- I never do the, the, the Yom Kippur one. It's like a market Tova. I, I always, always say that wrong. It. I always say that wrong too. Uh, but but anyway, have an easy next, fast. Next year. Have an easy next fast. Next year is next week. <laughs> and we'll be back with guests uh, next week. But um, thank you all for tuning in. Mm-hmm. And I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this, this has, has been, been Married, married to, to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.